Welcome to the first episode of season two of Teaching and Learning Champions. I'm Matt Evans, Director of Academic Technology in the Teaching and Learning Excellence Division at ACC. Today, I'm joined by Herb Coleman, Adjunct Professor of Psychology and Student Development, as we talk about faculty collaboration and community building during remote teaching. Herb, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. Um, so I know I've uh, provided you with a couple of uh, uh, questions that I'd plan to ask you, but uh, for those of us who um, have not met you or aren't familiar with you, you've been at ACC for a while in a couple of different roles. Do you want to provide just a short uh, background of your, uh, your tenure at ACC thus far? Oh, certainly. I, I started here over 30 years ago uh, uh, as an um, academic advisor and uh, adjunct professor of psychology. I then moved into the uh, technology area as, a, as an IT manager and then for the past 15 years had been the um, director of campus technology, your job, uh, and um, uh, retired from that, but now still just basically teach. But in my teaching roles, I'm also involved a lot with campus leadership and, and training other faculty in the use of technology. That's always something that I've done um, almost since my like second year on campus, because uh, I do have a background in technology and I'm very comfortable with technology. And so, uh, and every time we, we've got something new, we've had to train our people of how to use it. So uh, that's where I've been. That's kind of the same thing I'm doing now. Excellent. And we'll get into uh, a little bit more about your, uh, your leadership role around teaching faculty with technology in a bit. But uh, before we get into what you're currently doing, give us a little bit of information on your background related to mobile teaching and learning. So um, I was actually an undergrad. Uh, my, my first undergrad major was actually broadcast, but I had a double major in broadcast and psychology. And then um, I we went to the curriculum instruction in psychology. And then my PhD is actually in, tech, in instructional technology. And so within the PhD program there, way back in 95, we were doing things about um, uh, mobile learning or distance learning um, and, and developing community online. My uh, professor at the time, Judith Harris, uh, was one of the leaders in the nation about uh, developing a community online um, and so we, we did some practice with that. And what I, I find a very, to be very interesting is that we did it in hybrid format. So we met online for most of the semester. We had five actual class meetups, which uh, University of Central Florida has proven to be probably the best education model for our current situation. Wonderful. Um, you know, in the last, well, it's been over six months now since um, ACC moved to a uh, fully online model of course delivery uh, as a result of COVID. Uh, what can you tell us has changed in the world of mobile teaching and learning in the last two or three years and even since COVID? So, you know, interesting, you know, a lot of things have been happening in the last couple of years. So streaming technology has really taken off uh, the compression rates and all that kind of have gotten really better. So everybody's familiar with binge watching on the weekend, but a lot of people are doing that. So there's a lot of video that's being um, uh, you know, sent across the, the internet now. In fact, that was my biggest concern when we first um, went to this was, was the internet gonna be able to handle it? So apparently it, it has. Things like AR, VR, and XR are promising, but haven't really made the impact that they need to make. They have in certain areas. So if you're doing a psychomotor skill where you actually have to train somebody how to do something, those technologies have been uh, pretty good. But in general, for most of us teaching, those haven't really worked. Um, we're on the precipice, obviously, of 5G technology, which is gonna increase speed transfers, and, and I think it's gonna make things a, a, a big difference. Cloud storage is, uh, is the big thing for a lot of people in terms of 
being able to get materials and share materials, uh, and you don't have to necessarily have an, or even carry around a thumb drive with you anymore. Um, Microsoft Teams and Facebook Workspace are, are two new rivals to Stack and some of the other kind of technologies. And of course, everybody's familiar with smart speaker technology. I haven't really seen a way to, to, to work that into the classroom. I've, I've brought my little um, uh, uh, Echo um, travel device into the class on the first day. And at the end of the class, I'll kind of say, is there anything else, Alexa? And she just kind of says, no, are there any questions? So just to kind of show the use of the technology, obviously, if you're going to play audio, it can, can be a, a help with that. But those are the things that are, you know, on the periphery of, of impacting the way in which we teach and the way in which we reach across distances. Since COVID, I have to admit, I was surprised that Zoom was the winner. Um, I, as far as the desktop technologies, I thought uh, GoTo, like in GoToMyMeeting would have been the bigger uh, leader. Skype, the originator of the technology, um, you know, so Skype for Business, I thought would have been there. Even WebEx, I thought had a, better, more robust uh, uh, technology. But apparently the, the corporations and companies and schools that uh, use Zoom have kind of uh, just really glommed onto it. So it's been the, the leader of, of that in such that we have technology, we have, um, we've changed our vocabulary to mirror uh, with this kind of technology. And it's always referred to as Zoom. So we have, you know, Zoom fatigue and Zoom bombing, uh, meaning different things that are affected by this technology. Um, so I think there's also this, this thing about that you can leverage social media. So with Facebook Live, you can broadcast out. Students can't respond except for in the comments, but that still kind of can work, especially for those who taught, you know, really large classes. You know, we're really fortunate at ACC, our largest class size is 36. But those who are at UT who are teaching hundreds of students at one time, leveraging technology such as Instagram or Facebook or even YouTube Live, um, are ways in which that they could reach their, still reach their students and have some kind of interaction, although probably a less than perfect one. Um, so that's basically where, where, where we are with it. Um, and of course, here at ACC, we've got, you know, three or four platforms that we can different, that we can use for faculty to connect with. Well, it's, it sounds like, especially from, you know, everything that you've said in terms of the, the evolution of mobile teaching and learning technologies uh, in the last few years, and especially since COVID, you know, you listed off uh, at least a dozen apps uh, or tools. Uh, and so, you know, for those who are not very tech savvy or tech fluent, uh, it can be very overwhelming uh, to be able to um, exper experiment with a new technology and, and even the idea of trying something new and failing is scary for a lot of faculty members. So, um, you know, what opportunities and types of collaboration are taking place amongst faculty during the pandemic that can help with, um, with those, those nerves and those fears? So first of all, I have, once again, and I, and I mentioned this at the board meeting last week, I'd have to give major applause to ACC for the way that, that we've handled it. I mean, we've had to make the change overnight to people who had no interest in teaching online to um, teaching online. And even those who were doing distance education, for the most part at ACC, we weren't doing synchronous. So we weren't doing the things that we're doing right now with, with the technology. And um, ACC is, you know, ramped up in, in providing training and, and, and opportunities for people to talk about the recesses that, that, that we've had have been a great little, uh, it started off as just a conversation about how do we use this technology and, and, and people exploring this. So I thought that was really great. Um, I've been part of a couple of, of different um, entities uh, across the nation during this time, working with them and working with people 
uh, helping faculty, you know, get up to speed. I even had a client in Australia. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, um, using the technology um, to, to kind of help bridge that gap. So besides TLAD, uh, uh, Texas Community, Community College Teachers Association has, has uh, instituted these um, weekly or bi-weekly uh, master teacher uh, meetings. And basically all it is, is faculty getting together, talking about their experiences, sharing ideas, uh, just commensurating through that. And that I think has been a, a huge uh, uh, help because it just, you just sit down and you talk and it just kind of helps people with that. In fact, that's one of the most interesting things I find about this time. Prior to this time, one of the things many of us frequently lamented about was we rarely had time to just sit around and talk about teaching. We rarely had time just to sit around and talk about what we're doing in our classroom, what's working. It was always very mission focused or something focused. And now we've had more opportunities to sit around and talk to other people and reach out across um, disciplines and across the nation uh, about what's working and what's not working. Um, I, as I mentioned, I work, you know, with Course Heroes, particularly on, on some of those things. Um, and then there's a couple of uh, people who shifted their conferences to online. And watching how different entities have handled their conferences has been very interesting. So one of the ones that we had this summer, the, the, um, the fast forward to technology for, for um, um, I can't think of what's, what's the phrase I'm using for right now, but for uh, competency-based instruction, um, what they did was after each session, they'd have a 30-minute, basically just a, a lounge where anybody who was at the session could come in and talk, or if you missed the session, could come in and just talk. That was kind of a, a new thing for an online conference I hadn't seen before. And I've seen other conferences like that. A lot of uh, entities are hosting what they call happy hours, uh, where people just kind of log in and kind of check in. And so I think it's been a, a big benefit for faculty to be able to just touch base and say hi. And you can hear it in their voices because we're missing each other, not being around each other, not to be able to talk to each other. So this at least has created those opportunities. Um, and so I think that that's, that's pretty great. You know, for me personally, the happy hours haven't been as successful, maybe because of lack of food. But, um, but yeah, that's something I think for me that has to take place, you know, more in person. But the other things, just being able to connect um, and talk to other people and to share ideas and also to kind of, yeah, take out, take off some of the pressure. Don't, don't tell yourself you have to be perfect. I saw an article today that I was looking at and it had what I call the worst title. It said, um, uh, mirroring or transforming your, fa your face to face to online. And that's the wrong approach. Don't try to replicate everything you did face-to-face -to -face online. Instead, use the online technology for what it does best and help you to, to help you meet your educational goals should be the way that we, we approach this. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about um, uh, one of the, the avenues that a lot of uh, faculty members at ACC have latched onto is uh, the Keep Teaching ACC Facebook page. Can you talk a little bit about that and well, some of the conversations that um, have uh, been of notable interest um, that have taken place through that that venue? That's been an excellent way to kind of keep up, to kind of hear from your, your colleagues here at ACC as they're going through. People are throwing out questions left and right. People are, are providing examples of what they've done and links to other things. So I think it's been really incredible. I think that the cutest thing that I just saw that came out, I think last week, week before, was you know how you can take a, a CD, a quarter, and a pencil and turn it into a document cam. 
And I just thought that was like so creative. In fact, I am going to create a short video just kind of showing how I did that. Um, uh, uh, because after somebody else posted, I'm like, I got to try this. And it's neat because, it, you know, using just your tools around you, suddenly you have something, you know, that you can uh, help with your, your presentation. Um, you know, I've already demonstrated you can, how you can use your phone as a document cam or your iPad. But this is just something cute and neat that it doesn't has something that almost everybody has around their house and if you're using a computer that immediately boom you've got a document cam if you need that kind of technology um so that's kind of the cute that, the neat things i think that have come out of that is that people just sharing with each other and and um being patient with each other and then talking about stuff so i mentioned you know when we first went to zoom said all right we just did it i i switched over to zoom because i do things in teams with my class so all my my, my class my students are in teams and they're in that team for the whole semester. So I have permanent teams. It's harder to do that and collaborate and even in Google Meet sometimes than it is to do in Zoom. Zoom, you can preload your teams and that way when you when you do the breakout rooms, it, it automatically assigns them to the to the correct teams. So that's been a, a, a huge help. And also the, the ability to jump between uh, meeting rooms is so much easier. So I can like, I always pop in on team one, on team two, on team three, listen in for a while, answer their questions. And the beauty of it that I really love is that if they have a question for me, they hit the help button, it pops up my screen and says, you know, team four would like to talk to you. You click on it and it, so that's been a, a wonderful thing of, of using the technology that way. So finding out what best meets your needs to be able to do the things that, that you need have, have been helped and sharing that information through that, um, through that that portal has been i think fantastic every day when i uh, log in there I'll, I'll see something you know neat that somebody just kind of just something that they tried or i'll, I'll, I'll look at something I'm like ooh, i'm not going to try that I'll, I'll, you know good luck to them on that yeah uh so you know given everything that the college and especially our faculty are doing during this time you know um eventually uh campuses will reopen um, but where do you see acc going in terms of mobile teaching and learning once that happens once we do uh, reinstate the opportunity for um, uh, classes to happen face-to-face -face on our campuses. What What's the future of mobile teaching and learning for ACC? Well, you know, my first question that popped up in, in May as we started in, you know, approaching the end of that semester was, um, I can't wait to see who did it best. You know, what worked the best? What kind of things, you know, did you do and, and how did that help? with student learning and, and how did students you know, respond to some of these things. I am shocked when I talk to some of my colleagues around the nation and in other parts of the state who say they have a, 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 a synchronous online class, but like 10% of the students are showing up. I'm like, really? How is that working? I don't understand that is. I have way just the opposite. I have one or two students who might miss. Um, so just the fact that we've gotten used to the technology and we've, we've understood it, looking at what's, what worked best is gonna be very interesting. So when I sat where you sat over 10 years ago, I challenged and got each of the, um, the, uh, rep the employee organizations to have at least one meeting where they could you know, let people come in through WebEx or whatever the software we were using at the time. And even I got uh, many of the, um, the uh, shared governance committees to try it, to at least let you know, people who need to, to come in through you know, uh, a distance uh, technology. And they all did it once, but most didn't repeat it. So now that we know this is capable, that we can do this, I'm hoping that, that people will really understand that there's really no need to drive across two counties to get to a one hour meeting. Um, that people who are at Hayes and, and uh, Elgin and San Gabriel and Round Rock can attend meetings you know, wherever 
uh, and they can remote in and then get back to work. So that for one thing, and you save money and time in the environment, excuse me, <coughs> by not having to commute up and down the road or whatever. Um, certainly we still want to have, you know, some meetings where we, we are in the same place and certainly some of the, the, the events when we're all in the same place. But for some, many of our routine meetings that we have, I think we have been more productive um, and there's a lot that you can do by you by leveraging this technology. So I'm really hoping that we will do that uh, more of that. The other thing that's interesting about this kind of technology is it's so easy to add a class. So you can add a new class without having more building space. And if the students are aware of what the technology is, and here's the cool thing, you're going to have a whole year of students whose first year experience was online in some form. So that's going to be very interesting. So they're going to be a lot more comfortable with the technology. So that gives you a lot of opportunity, I think, that I hope we'll take advantage of. What about the future of um, faculty collaboration and community building? Do you think uh, Keep Teaching ACC on Facebook will continue or are, will there be other new or, um, or existing community building opportunities that will really start to, to take the limelight? I certainly hope that they will maintain that, and I'm pretty sure that they will. They have some other ones, but that's, that's been a great portal for people, once again, just to communicate about teaching here at ACC. So I think that's, that's been a, a great thing. What's interesting, as I mentioned before, is how many of the educational conferences, in fact, I just got my email right before this call about South by Southwest EDU online. So um, there's going to be a lot more, at least over the next year, of online conferences, which are really kind of great when you think about it, because it gives you opportunities to go to sessions, to attend sessions, because think about it, for the most time, when you're in a training session, you're sitting there in the audience with, you know, however many other people. Um, so attending it remotely like this is almost the same. In fact, several years ago, I was at the uh, ITSTE conference, the International Technology uh, Science and Education, whatever, um, conference. And the sessions were like, many of them were booked. And so we were in the hotel, in the convention center in San Antonio. And at that time, they were letting you try to log into it, but the infrastructure couldn't handle it for, for a lot of people. But I did attend several sessions by logging into them from that point to be able to, because uh, I couldn't physically get into the room. Uh, so I think we're going to see a, a lot more of that uh, for us in particularly, you know, with the Lilly Conference coming up, that all ACC faculty will be able to attend the Lilly Conference uh, remotely. That's going to be, I think, a tremendous help. And then to be able to discuss with your colleagues, you know, either at that moment or, or shortly right after that, what it is you learned, what it is you picked up, some ideas that you got. I think that's going to be uh, tremendous. So I see a lot uh, in the future with that. Um, I'm hoping that, that we'll see uh, some of that. It's funny that I mentioned ITSTE. They used to do a thing when you couldn't be there. In fact, they had a whole, there's a whole group that, that, that sprung up called Not At ITSTE. So when you're not there, they do this online stuff together. And the conference itself would make um, certain uh, sessions available for free, as well as they had different tiered prices where you could where you could log into those conferences and ACC is in the past you know we, we used to participate in those where we take over one of the rooms and we'd have that session you know broadcast to us so as a means of providing professional development for faculty and staff this is not going to go away I think I'm only it's only going to grow and, and get stronger and the ability to share uh, through the various platforms is going to be very interesting um, but yes I think that keep teaching ACC is a beginning and I imagine I'll see, we'll see more grow from that. Perfect. Well, I, I hope you're right uh, on all of those aspects. Um, in the meantime, are there any, uh, up, any upcoming opportunities for faculty to engage in collaboration that you wanna uh, 
take this time to uh, recognize? Oh, well, certainly we have all the different ones. Just go to the TLED site and, and you'll see the different things that you have available for there from the academy to the um, other training uh, opportunities that we have there. The recesses uh, are, are continuing. And what's even better is if you miss the recesses from the spring or the summer, they've been recorded. So you can go back and look at some of those. I've done that on a, a couple of occasions and they've helped me learn some of the things about the technologies that I hadn't thought about before. Um, so I think that that's certainly um, a tremendous you know, asset there for us. Um, so um, definitely stay tuned. Uh, you know, pay attention to your email about the Lilly Conference when it comes up so you can take advantage of that. This, I think you, you, you've got some really incredible teachers or um, sessions when you have that. And the, many of them are research-based. So the people um, not only have done it, but they've actually quantified the effects of what they've done. So I think that, that that's a great conference, I think, for us to be able to uh, tap into to give us some, some great ideas. I've implemented about three things from a little conference that I've gone to before, and I, I, I think it's made a difference in my students' lives. That's great. Well, Herb, before I let you go, um, not to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, is there anything in particular that's given you river bat fright this week? <laughs> river, river bat fright? <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, so here's the thing. You know, what, what we're trying to tell faculty and, and, and even students, too, is to, to, you know, be calm and carry on. Don't let this throw you. We're gonna make mistakes. I made a huge one. I gave a test last week and just made a, 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 a accidentally uploaded the key. Okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> um, but uh, we fixed it. But you know, you make mistakes. Things are gonna happen. You have to, you know, recalibrate. You have to reshift. The other thing that happened was during one of the training sessions I was in, my power went out. So when your power goes out, even which just for a flicker. Um, you lose connection to your Wi-Fi and it takes about 10 or 15 minutes for that to kick back on. So, you know, having some plan to be able to kind of uh, reconnect with that. I, I have that in place now. I know that my phone is a hotspot. So if I lose, you know, Wi-Fi quickly log into my phone and, and get back on air pretty quickly. But these are things that are going to happen. Um, and so be patient with yourself. At some point, you may have to just say to your class, oh, you know what, it's just not going to work today. We're not going to make it. So we're going to disengage today. We'll re-engage next class period. We'll pick up, we'll figure out. Um, that's kind of thing. What is, when we first got started, somebody posted in one of the educational areas, grace over grades. Um, and I like that, that phrase. Um, to, to you know, be patient with your students and yourself, to know that there are gonna be issues, there are gonna be things that happen, there's gonna be mistakes. Um, and you, you live with them, you kind of go over with it. And I think your students kind of appreciate seeing uh, you being human, whenever I have a tech issue, one of my students always dokes and comments in there. He goes, it's, I'm great to see that's happening to you because then it makes them not feel as bad when it happens to them. Great. Well, Herb, thank you very much for your time today and for, uh, for speaking to me. Um, I uh, look forward to all of the uh, collaboration uh, opportunities that you're helping lead within TLED and as well as the others that's, uh, that you mentioned today. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for this opportunity. And, uh, and I hope um, the, the faculty will take advantage of these things that are, that are going out there so they don't feel alone. Because that is the one danger, the one downside is that it's so easy to feel like you're alone and isolated out here, but you're not. You've got the connections. So just reach out and, and, and talk to your fellow faculty. Go to the, uh, the, the Facebook website, make those connections. And I, I think that uh, you'll feel better and it'll help you get through it. Well, that wraps up another episode of Teaching and Learning Champions. Don't forget that you can view blog posts for each episode on the TLED website. I also encourage you to subscribe to the ACC District podcasts on any of your preferred podcast apps or listen to individual episodes on the TLED website.
Thank you for tuning in and we'll chat next time on TLC at ACC. Thank you.